Good news for three ABC sitcoms, while another is on the way out. The fate of the client list on Lifetime and more. Stay tuned. Well, hello there. I'm Trevor Kimball. It is November 7th, 2013. Elections were held this week in different parts of the country. Some new politicians are coming and others are going, just like shows in primetime. I want to welcome you to the TV series finale podcast. If you've listened before, thank you for joining me once again. And if you're new to the show, I want to tell you that this podcast is part of the tvseriesfinale.com website, which focuses on TV show cancellations and endings. And here we go. FX has ordered a fourth season of American Horror Story, their very successful thriller series. The cable channel wants another 13 episodes for 2014. The title and details will be announced later. Season 3, which is American Horror Story Coven, is currently airing. The four episodes that have aired so far have averaged a 2.4 rating in the 18-49 demographic, with 4.39 million total viewers. Now compared to Season 2, that's up by 70%, which is very impressive. The finale of Season 3 will air on January 29th, and as I said, Season 4 will air sometime later next year. Lifetime has pulled the plug on the client list. There won't be a third season of the Jennifer Love Hewitt drama. Now, the client list began as a Lifetime movie and then became a TV series, and it follows a housewife and mom, played by Hewitt, who's abandoned by her husband. And then to support her family, she starts working at a spa that turns out to be more than just massages. Season 1 averaged 2.5 million viewers, and that led to a second season renewal. Those 15 episodes drew just a bit more than 2 million viewers. The third season renewal was supposedly being held up because Lifetime and the producers were trying to figure out how to handle Hewitt's real-life pregnancy. Now, she's also one of the executive producers, and she wanted the character, played by her real-life fiancé, to be the fictional baby's dad as well. This was at odds with the plans of uh, the, the clientless showrunner, who wanted another character to be the dad. And finally, Lifetime and Sony TV just became tired of the dispute and have just pulled the plug. And since season two of The Client List finished in June, Lifetime has had some new success with shows like Devious Maids and Witches of East End. So they probably feel like they just no longer need The Client List. But unfortunately for viewers they're left with another unresolved cliffhanger, which stinks. Speaking of cancellations, ABC has decided not to order any more episodes of Back in the Game, their Wednesday night sitcom. The network initially ordered 13 episodes, and filming was completed on those last week, I believe. Co-creator Rob Cullen broke the news on Twitter, and he later indicated that the remaining seven unaired installments are expected to be broadcast still. The sitcom debuted in September to a a pretty good 2.2 rating in the demo with 8 million viewers, but those numbers have been going downward ever since. Um, The show airs out of the middle, and Back in the Game follows a single mother, played by Maggie Lawson, who you probably know from Psych, and her son, who move in with her gruff father, James Kahn, who we last saw on Las Vegas on NBC several years back. 
And despite having no experience, the boy really wants to play baseball. So his mom, who's a former softball all-star, gets roped into teaching the team of misfits. Meanwhile, the ABC network has given full season orders to their pair of Tuesday night sitcoms, The Goldbergs and Trophy Wife. This brings their episode episode totals to 22 installments of each of them. Uh, Now, The Goldbergs, in case you haven't seen it, uh, this show takes place in the 80s, and it's kind of fun. It's kind of a retro uh, sitcom, and it follows the youngest son, who goes around videotaping his family. And then you see at the end of the episode, uh, Adam Goldberg, who created the show, really based it very closely on his family. And he actually shows footage of his actual family side by side with some of the footage from the sitcom. It's, it's kind of fun. I was surprised I liked it. Trophy Wife, meanwhile, revolves around a former party girl who becomes the third wife of an old man and becomes part of a large family that includes three stepkids and two ex-wives. Both shows have declined quite a bit since their premieres in September, and each have seen losses every week, although, as I recall, Trophy Wife showed a little bit of upward movement, but not much. ABC, meanwhile, has ordered just four more episodes of Super Fun Night. This comedy follows a young woman and her two roommates, and uh, they've always spent time with each other, never venturing out into the dating world, but all that changes when one of them meets a sexy lawyer at her work. The sitcom currently airs on Wednesday nights leading out of Modern Family. Super Fun Night started out strong in the ratings, but the numbers have fallen each week of that show since the premiere, but ABC is sticking with it at least for now and has ordered four more episodes. Uh, It stars Rebel Wilson, and quite honestly, it should be doing better. Uh, Airing out of Modern Family, it really should be doing better, so we'll see. They're not giving up on it as yet, so that's positive. And over on NBC, though Sean Saves the World is performing very poorly in the ratings, The Peacock Network isn't giving up on that show just yet. The network has ordered four more scripts of the sitcom. Now, those are scripts, not full-blown episodes to be produced. The show stars Sean Hayes and follows uh, him playing a single gay man who becomes a full-time dad of his teenage daughter when his ex-wife moves away. It's currently averaging a very low 1.1 rating in the demo with just 3.75 million viewers. It's the network's lowest-rated show on the air right now, the scripted show anyway, but at least it seems like the, never, the numbers have evened off. While the show is no longer is, is by no means safe, the executives are probably want to keep their options open, waiting to see what happens when community and parks and recreation come back. And speaking of NBC, they've announced that a special episode of Hollywood Game Night will air on Monday, December 2nd at 10 p.m. It'll follow a two-hour installment of The Voice. Now hosted by Jane Lynch, Hollywood Game Night aired this past summer, as you may recall, and ran for eight episodes. It was renewed for a second season in August. Uh, The holiday episode will feature people like Ray Romano, Cheryl Hines, Gavin DeGraw, Rachel Bilson, Andy Roddick, and Brooklyn Decker. Additional new installments, 10 of them, will start airing at some point in 2014. Seems kind of likely that it will be summer, but NBC has so many ratings problems. Who knows? 
Remember the medical drama Saving Hope that aired on NBC over the summer of 2012? Well, NBC may have canceled it after one season, but the medical drama continues to prosper north of the border. CTV has renewed the series for a third season in Canada. They've ordered 18 new installments, which will bring the series episode total to 49 episodes. Production will begin in the spring, and the remainder of season two's episodes are going to start airing in Canada in January. To my knowledge, no cable channel has picked up the series here in the States, which is unfortunate, because I know there were uh, a fair amount of fans of the show. Last week, you may recall that we talked about how ABC Family's Ravenswood got off to a good start, but then lost a lot of viewers in week two and could be in trouble already. Well, the cable channel has announced that they're moving some things around to try and help save Ravenswood. They had previously announced that their drama Twisted, which is in the middle of its first season, would return on January 7th. They now say that season one won't resume until February 11th, so they're pushing it out a month. Taking its place on January 7th will be Ravenswood. Two episodes of Ravenswood will still air this year, and then the first season will resume on January 7th, following Pretty Little Liars. I believe they've ordered 10 episodes in all of Ravenswood, so five will air uh, in 2013 and then five in early 2014. Now, the move would probably help the show's ratings, but it could also be too late. People just may not want to watch it. Even though it is connected to Pretty Little Liars, their most popular show. The 10-episode season is expected to wrap on February 4th. FX and FXX, great title, have announced that several of their shows will be returning or premiering early next year. Season 5 of Justified, a very popular show with some of the readers, will kick off on Tuesday, January January 7th at 10 p.m., The cable channel has ordered 13 episodes once again, and this is the show that follows a tough deputy U.S. Marshal played by Timothy Oliphant. Animated comedy Archer will return for its fifth season of 13 episodes as well. It comes back on Monday, January 13th at 10 p.m. Archer revolves around the International Secret Intelligence Service, otherwise known as ISIS, and the lives of its employees, and it's a pretty crazy animated show. And they're pairing it with another animated show that sounds pretty crazy. A new animated comedy called Chosen is set to follow Archer at 10.30 p.m. Chosen is the name of a gay white rapper who's fresh out of prison. So armed with a new message, he's on the quest for redemption and to claim his rightful position as the world's top rap artist. Okay, there are 13 episodes of that show, and um, that will follow Archer. It had actually been originally slated to run on FXX, but they shifted it over to pair it up with Archer. Season 2 of The Americans was originally going to be airing in January, but now they say it's going to premiere sometime in February, but we don't have an exact date yet. And over on FXX, their comedy Legit will return for its 13-episode second season in February as well. No specific date has been indicated. 
Amazon has announced that their two new original TV series, Alpha House and Betas, will debut this month. The company has ordered 11 episodes of each. Alpha House will premiere on November 15th, and it's a comedy, and it revolves around four misfit senators, played by John Goodman, Clark Johnson, Matt Malloy, and Mark Consuelos, who rent a house together in Washington, D.C. Also in the cast are Cynthia Nixon, Amy Sedaris, Wanda Sykes, and Julie White. Pretty impressive cast. Then, Betas will debut a week later on November 22nd. The show is set in the land of Silicon Valley startups and follows four friends as they attempt to strike it rich with new mobile social networking apps. Uh, The first three episodes of each show will be available for free to all Amazon customers via their Amazon Instant Video service, and then the rest of the installments will be available only to Amazon Prime members, and new episodes will be released weekly. Speaking of streaming services, Hulu has ordered a second season of their Quick Draw comedy. The 10 episodes will be unveiled sometime next year. And if you haven't heard of it, Quick Draw follows a Harvard-educated sheriff who uses his forensics expertise to solve crimes in a small Kansas town while trying to fit in with the highly skeptical townspeople. It's pretty cute. Netflix has announced that season two of Lilyhammer will be released on December 13th. There are eight new episodes of this one-hour comedy. Lilyhammer follows a former gangster played by Stephen Van Zandt, who's best known perhaps for his work on The Sopranos, and for being a member of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. The gangster enters the Federal Witness Protection Program, and he trades the mean streets of New York for the icy fjords of Norway. Netflix has made a a multi-year deal with Marvel Television to develop four new live-action TV shows that are based on four of their street hero characters. Uh, I believe they are Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, all characters that you probably know from the comics if you read Marvel Comics. They'll all be set in Hell's Kitchen in New York, and under the agreement, Marvel will produce 13 episodes of each new series, and they will lead into a mini-series event called The Defenders, which will bring the heroes together as a a dream team of heroic characters. Uh, Unfortunately, if you're really excited to see this, you're going to have to wait until 2015 to see the project start to be unveiled. Sci-Fi has announced that their new thriller TV series, Helix, will kick off on Friday, January 10th at 10 p.m. There are 13 episodes, and the show is an intense thriller about a team of scientists from the Centers for Disease Control who travel to the high-tech research facility in the Arctic to investigate a possible disease outbreak. And, uh, oh, yes, as previously announced, the final season of Treme will debut on December 1st on HBO. This is the David Simon series about New Orleans after the hurricane. And the cable channel has released descriptions of the last five episodes. There's only five in this final season, and you can see them on the website. And that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. To learn more about any of the stories I've mentioned, 
please check out the show page for this particular episode. It's located at tvseriesfinale.com slash episode 55. If you have thoughts about the show, you can send me a message via email at podcast at tvseriesfinale.com or you can leave a message at 213-814-3200. If you'd like to get future episodes automatically for free, you can go to the iTunes store and search for TV Series Finale to subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, please leave a review on the iTunes store as it helps others to find it. And as always, please feel free to visit the tvseriesfinale.com website for the latest cancellation news, renewals, ratings, and more. There's also a Facebook page you can like and a Twitter feed you can follow, and I'd love to interact with you in any of those places. I'm Trevor Kimball, and until next time... Stay tuned.